welcome back to a new year and another episode of Below the Dot Podcast, where we recap and discuss a new episode of Degrassi and the Next Generation every Throwback Thursday from the Degrassi Black Hole. I am your co-host, Terry McGregor. And I am your other host, Chris Sharp. And today we are recapping season six, episode 16, titled Love My Way. But before we get into this episode, we will get into some trivia for Terry. First, I asked Terry if I sounded crispier, and she said that I do, which, or I guess, do I sound sharp? <laughs> um, my mom got me a new microphone, and if you think I sound like shit, you guys can blame my brother because she took the recommendation from him. <laughs> <laughs> no, it All sounds right. crisp, and you hoes better tell her it sounds crisp. Thank you. Right. <laughs> All right. <laughs> oh. Mm. Have you checked our inbox? No. I Did I uh, ever respond to the person who was like, hey, I'm ready for our, my close-up or commercial? I, I did not recall. You know what? Honestly, to be fair, it was, it's been a holiday, so I really have not checked the inbox. But was I that an update? You probably, I, I don't know. Um, I've been sick for 11 plus days, so... Mm. You're hearing it now, me remembering that I may have never responded to you. Um, anyway, I do have four trivia questions. Are you ready? <laughs> yes. Where is Dylan moving to? I know this one. I know this one. It is... No, it's the opposite. No, because Paige said Sweden, so it's Switzerland. Zurich, Switzerland. Yes. I thought it was, oh, Paige said Sweden? Because mm -hmm. Spinner said Sweden, too. Of course he did. I believe. <laughs> somebody, somebody else says it. Anyway, who do Sean and Emma run into at the pharmacy? <laughs> Snake. I hate this storyline. It's stupid. What, what brand of condoms does Sean buy? Oh, I'm screaming. It's Durex. It is. <laughs> And what is Ellie's astrological sign? Oh, my God. Did he say Taurus when he was talking to her? Girl, you better start this year hey. off right. 100% on trivia. Oh, my God. Yes. Go me. Excellent. I'm so proud of you. Thank you. That was funny. Anything else you want to add? Um... Nope, nothing aside from the fact that we'll probably get into it when we get into the episode, but like this is Dylan's last episode. Uh we talk mm. about often how they brought him back just to bring just to make him leave again. To um, give us nothing. Yeah, to give us nothing. It was a very like a very like low key farewell too, because we see him for a second. Um and then that's it. But it, he had a whole storyline with Marco like two seconds ago. And I I feel like I'm in the same boat as Marco and that I really thought he was coming back. Right. <laughs> and he say. was not he was he was not i was like yeah he's going to switzerland but he'll be back mm. yeah lol yeah it feels like a very like the more we get into this season it just feels like a lot of like there i guess it wouldn't be like chemistry reads because they like actually have episodes but it really feels like they were playing around with characters that they could keep and that they could like connect to degrassi mm -hmm. still and like that's why we get all these random plots because like even this episode feels like there's seven plots in one mm -hmm. <laughs> I agree. So they're testing it. And they're testing my patience with these. <laughs> but all right, let's get into it. So 
Our plot B in this episode, Sean and Emma are taking things to the next level for real this time. Oh, pause. One second. (laughs) He had so much trouble closing that door. Okay. (laughs) So I had gone downstairs, not even mad at him for interrupting because I definitely went downstairs, saw him on the phone, and then I was minding his business. Like, who are you talking to? (laughs) So he came in to barge in and be like... (laughs) Who are you talking? What to? was you being nosy for? Um, because I'm nosy. Anyways, yes, right. No surprise. <laughs> let's dial it back. So, Sean and Emma are taking things to the next level for real this time. Emma has spent several late nights at his house, and I was trying to figure out when his home stopped being her home. Right. I thought they were. Because <laughs> they're are they not in the basement? And it's like, I think she has said something in the past. And I was like, when did he stop living there? Or maybe this was then. Because, you know, I'd be watching in advance. Yeah. But, yeah, I was a little bit confused. But I guess he doesn't live there anymore. Um, Emma got some birth control to go with her plan. So, love to see it. But I still feel like this plot line is really unhinged. Because (laughs) Emma's not wrong. But she's doing a lot to be not be wrong it's a lot it's like my issue emma is always time and place because girlfriend what are you doing why are you doing this time and place that is absolutely it because your media immersion class was not it girl like that is your dad why do you do that like why do you not know to not have conversations like that in school because the way i could never imagine and I used to do some wild projects for my Spanish class. Um, but like, I was reading the room and my Spanish professors used to eat that shit up. So, and I, I, there was nobody naked or unclothed in any right. of mine. And I'm trying the, to think. the teacher wasn't your parent. So, right, right. <laughs> I'm trying to think of the most wild things I ever did. Your sister would know. And I'm going to have to ask her. Oh, I um, literally, I can't wait. Because I know I used to have some wild content. But anyway, that is not the point. The point is, nobody was naked. It wasn't my parent. And Mm -hmm. I don't know. Sean is at the pharmacy with Emma to pick out condoms together. And (laughs) I said, just like Snake in a few minutes, I would rather not be alongside this journey. Yeah. I don't need to be here. Yeah, they're forcing it because of like the whole reason Emma exists and the whole reason the Degrassi like continued is because of her and her mom having You're unprotected right. sex at a young age. But like they really forced the storyline. They're just so like over the top. Like mm-hmm. I just want you to know that I love you, and this is an expression of our love for each other. Why are there bubbles I on don't my screen? Understand why that happens? And I thought that only <laughs> happened on Facetime. I don't know why it's happening now. I have so many questions, and this is happens every time or all the time, and I never get it. But anyway. Um, Sean and Emma, or Sema, as you guys call them, are doing a lot. (laughs) Speaking of Snake, he catches Sean. Just as Sean is laying on that thick line, I was just being annoyed by about sex as an expression of our intimacy and our closeness. Sean scurries off when he sees Snake leaving Emma by herself (laughs) with the goodies in her hand. Now, Snake confuses me because he gets way too pressed about this after he finds out Mm -hmm. why Emma is at the pharmacy. 
He's like, does your mom know about this? And she says, yeah, we had the talk, but like, can we not leave well enough alone? Yeah. My favorite story about my stepdad that I tell is that he was a lot of things, but he was not no snitch. (laughs) And my senior year in high school, I used to go to, I was a pretty good student. I probably could have graduated early if I had been more pressed about it, but I wasn't. So I was graduating on time. But my last semester, I was doing absolutely nothing. (laughs) And I did used to call myself in sick sometimes. I was like, it is below 20 outside. I'm not going. Again, I had like perfect attendance by this point. So I was in a place where I was just making that choice for myself. I didn't do it often. But when I did do it and I planned ahead, whatever. One time he walked out. I was in my bedroom with a friend, a fully platonic friend, minding our business, picking out an outfit to go hang out with one of his friends. (laughs) And why did my stepdad walk out of their bedroom and see me in my room with this boy? Now, again, I was doing absolutely nothing. And it was just kind of like, hey, Chris. And I was like, hey, stepdad. And then he went about his business. He left well enough alone. And honestly, probably should have snitched, but he didn't snitch. And that's the, and I, again, I wasn't doing nothing wrong. Right. But it was just kind of like, let it go. She said she don't have to talk. Yeah. She's there getting with birth control and con- like, right. she's, what, what are you looking for? Did you want her to sit you down and give you a play by play? Yeah, because you didn't catch her in the act. And that's normally where most parents catch their kids, like, and have to have the talk. So I think all the bases were covered here. And he was like, I don't even know why he was being so obsessive about it. <laughs> if, if if anything, uh, hey, just so you know, like, I ran into Emma. She was at the right. pharmacy. She said that you know. And if that's cool, like, I'm going to mind my business. Because the hell do I need to know what this 16, 17-year-old is doing with her yeah. coochie? I don't. <laughs> We don't need to know anymore. (laughs) Uh, But Degrassi wouldn't be Degrassi if they weren't doing the most. And so Snake goes home to tell Spike, I saw Emma at the pharmacy. And in this moment, it is clear to him that Spike did not know of Emma's plans. And Spike is like, this is women's business and you cannot handle anything. So I just left you out of it. But Snake feels like he's a parent and therefore he wants to contribute. What are you contributing? Yeah. Again, at this point. Yeah, like everything, all the bases are covered. And she clearly said too, like, well, I told her to do or like get on birth control when she was ready. So she knew that it was going to happen eventually. Like, again, bases covered. You actually get to back out of this one gracefully and you won't. It's just, exactly. It hurt my soul. (sighs) Emma tells Snake that he needs to shut up talking about her. (laughs) I don't think that's how she said it at all. Um, anyway, she was like, shut up talking about me and keep contributing these delicious meals to the dinner table. And Snake is like, but I'm concerned about my teenage daughter hiding things and keeping secrets from him. A valid concern. And Emma corrects him as she loves to do. Right. When it's convenient for her. And she's like, Mm -hmm. I'm only your stepdaughter. Bitch, I'm still concerned about your well-being. Yeah, like that's supposed to make him care less. And also he literally cares for you. So I don't understand why you're throwing around the step versus regular dad thing still. And and like, I get why I understand him being concerned about secrets and etc. I get that because we know where she's been from. But Mm -hmm. me keeping birth control and condoms from you, it's it's not the same. Mm -mm. Apples to oranges, boo-boo. Yeah. All right. So let's figure out where I'm at right now. 
Oh, I also wrote girl, which one is it? Because always <laughs> when she's it's convenient for her. Also, remember when Sean stole Snake's laptop because Snake <gasps> had cancer? Wow. They're a forgiving family. Because, girl. Anyway, so Emma says, I'm leaving to meet up with Sean, and you guys should not wait up for me. <gasps> and I heard that, like, what in the waspy household <laughs> why i don't under it's too much there's too much going on here there's too much announcements need to dial it back a bit i'm <sighs> uncomfortable like <laughs> could you imagine the next day emma decides that during work hours is the time to have an important talk with snake and he <laughs> blows her off I don't know why he thought that blowing her off would end there right. because if there's one thing about Emma, she's going to make it a big ass deal and she's not going to let it go. Like, do you remember when she had a protest against the cafeteria because of GMO foods? Right. I was just about to say, if there's one thing she's going to do is protest. <laughs> it's media immersion time and Liberty projects the collapse of society with our environment. Liberty's not wrong because, wow, look at her speaking into existence. Emma stands up and presents about how men have stifled the sexual expression of women throughout history. I want to know why she shared sexy pictures of her and Sean. I'm so confused. Like, is that not child concerning? <laughs> like, like, what? Why did Sean sign off on this? Well, I think the funny thing is, too, is like, so when she told him not to wig it up, that's what they were doing? Or did she have those photos before? I think that's what they were doing. I think, well, no, because if you it think looks about like it, it was in her room. I don't think that is what they were doing because it wasn't until he blew her off during lunch that she was like, "You oh. know what? Mm. We're gonna talk about this." Not Sex. she. Not she went home and took those photos. <laughs> she said, "All right, get this picture of me in the rose. Now stand next to me with your shirt off." Oh God, gross! Why did we do the? I cannot believe it ever. And like, Girl. on the record, I feel like I was grossed out by this when I was the same age as them. Mm-hmm. It's not a today thing. <laughs> Something ain't right. Um, Snake simply stares at Emma, speechless. I'm speechless too. I have no further comments on this presentation. <laughs> at the end of the day, Emma asks Snake if he has a minute for someone who is mean, cruel, and hurtful. How? How is she mean, cruel, or hurtful? She's just annoying. And don't let right. she go. <laughs> she's the worst. Snake tells Emma that she is none of those things. And he's right. Because she's not. She's just, un- well, you know what? She was mean, cruel, and hurtful when she said that shit about Liberty. Don't you remember? People be holding that against her. They be like, can you believe what she said about Liberty when she was trying to push, when Liberty was pushing up on Chris? And she was like, what do people say <gasps> about me if he dates Liberty next? Yes. Like, Bitch, Emma. Yeah, no, she's actually pretty bad. But, like, that was mean, cruel, and hurtful. This was just unnecessary. I love how she fake could apologize for that, but, like, would never apologize to Liberty. Absolutely not. So Snake told Emma that she was right and her presentation was good. Now we just lying. Like, you don't have to lie. 
You did not have to lie, Archie. She just embarrassed you in front of all the students. That's the other awkward thing is like they know that that's your stepdad and that you just did that. So they're probably like, what argument do y'all get into? Could you imagine being in that classroom? No, I would scream. I would would just be sitting there with my mouth open. And if like it were the era of like texting, because definitely my phone would have been out. We would have been on Gchat somewhere in there to be like, oh my God, oh my God. Why are we looking at this picture of her and Sean? Why is she naked? Yes. Can anybody get a screenshot? (laughs) Right. Because that's my thing too. Is like, I'm thinking like if it was now, someone's absolutely recording that, putting on TikTok and everybody getting fired. Oh my God. Oh, that's so embarrassing. I feel like I would be the one meme. Is she wearing a purple shirt where she's like. (laughs) Yes. You can't see me, but just know that that's how I will look. Um, Anyway. um, I also don't know what the objective of that lesson was. Like, what was what were we presenting on? Right. Random topic. Anyway, Sean and Emma start talking about, or no, Sean, Snake and Emma start talking about how Emma's growing up and Emma returns to calling Snake dad. And once again, my question is, which one is it? And you know what it isn't? <laughs> it isn't your partner in the background washing dishes, but at least they washing dishes. Yes. Y'all you know, can hear it, but I can. It could be worse. And I was about to say, I'm surprised you didn't hear the yelling earlier. I don't know which one I'll prefer. <laughs> oh, I did hear that too. Was oh, okay. he playing video games? <laughs> yep. I mean, look, as someone who got the Harry Potter game, um, which, of course, it's always fuck that turf JK Rowling, but I'm sorry, I do, I do have the game. Anyway, <laughs> I'm like, I'd be getting mad at the game and I'd be yelling at it too. So I yeah. relate to people who yell at video games. I'm sorry. Are you ready for plot A? Yes. Oh my God. I love how we're always like, there is absolutely nothing going on this episode. Just really went in on Emma for 17 minutes. <laughs> Can't stand this plot. No further comments. Proceeds to give further comments. Yes. Let's get into the actual meat and potatoes of this episode with seven other plots. Yes. So Dylan is moving. Wow. Because why are there so many plots? In- anyway, Dylan's moving to Switzerland, but this plot apparently isn't even all about Dylan moving to Switzerland because Paige is taking over Dylan's old room. So now she's taken over his share of the plot, I guess. I was confused because I thought like five episodes that Squatch Designs was done, but. Right. Anyway, they're like there. Paige is trying to do, be their new manager and Paige gives Spinner a little sexy eye before she walks away. And when I tell you that I don't, remember what was going to happen next and like as i was watching it i was just like oh are they gonna hook up mm-hmm. well you guys will find out be along for the ride with me somehow jesse and ellie are still together even though their last interaction didn't suggest that would be the case yeah i thought they broke up a while ago wasn't she like just telling him i don't know why we're together i don't like you <laughs> she's been trying to break up with him like Part of me wondered if this was one of those things. Did y'all fire all of the writers from the previous seasons and the previous episodes? Right. And just did you have a a random writer, a random ghost writer, just come in and do this episode? Because and did they up. watch the other episodes? Right, they just picked it up and were like, "I think this is what happens next." It's like here are the the characters. Here's what may or may not have have happened. Go with it. Anyway, that is what somebody I saw. <laughs> 
on Reddit. Do you watch The Shy? Oh, I haven't watched it in so long. I think I watched the first few seasons, though. People have basically said, I saw someone saying that the it's like a soap opera. And mm-hmm. every season they have, essentially, they're like, every season is different. It's kind of like the Black Mirror of soap operas because they have new <laughs> writers every season. So you just never know what you're going to get or what character is going to do what because it's not the same as the last season because it's entirely new writings, writers. That's such an interesting way to go about it because they have a lot of the same characters too until they kill you right. off. And so I don't think it's I I don't think it's intentional. I mean, it's Black right. Mirror. Every episode is different on purpose. Um, in the shy, every episode is different because they can't. They have a hair, terrible retention. <laughs> That's so interesting because the show is still on. I girl, I could not tell you why. Now I guess it's on because people are watching and people is me. I am people. <laughs> and I'm complaining every episode. I was crazy. Yeah. I went to go like, I was like, is anyone else noticing that this is terrible? And everybody's like, oh my God. Like, I can't wait to see what happens next episode yeah. of the show. What is wrong with you people? This is terrible content. It's like, you can't look away. They used to, ha- used to have some good uh, writing and like episodes, but I couldn't tell you where it went. And I mean, I- I'm there for the culture because yeah. black people, mm-hmm. not just black people, gay people, not just gay people. But black gay people with black gay people, as I hear of the LGBTQIA community, is constantly complaining that they, in media, there's always like a black person and always a non-black person mm-hmm. in gay gay couples. So it's never black on black. Um, so, I mean, I'm there for the culture purposes, but it's terrible content. All right. <laughs> Let's call it what it is. You keeping them in business. <laughs> Anyway, so Carla's at a pottery class and Paige is single and not loving it. So Paige and Alex are talking about Paige looking to find her a cuffing season bay. She then gives Spinner the sexy eye again. And honestly, I was like, I would have liked for them to get back together. Like they should have been in game. Yeah, I wouldn't have been mad at that. That was something from the start that I could get down with. Like him staying back in Toronto and Paige coming back. And he's definitely such nicer, so much nicer than he was when they last dated in season four. Um, She also really needs to come to terms with a lot of her anxiety. I think that they would have been cute and a nice, like, I would have loved to see it. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm not super anti Spinner and Emma anymore, just for the sake of it's just like two hometown hoes hooking up. All right. (laughs) That's like, really what it is. It didn't really make any sense, but leave their little loser asses together. Although he's not a loser and he would have been great with Paige and he would have been great with Jane. Um, but, oh, wow. you know, right? Yeah. I know. But I also can't believe that Spinner was still around. <laughs> like at that point in time, he did become a hometown loser. Yeah. Why are you still in high school? But like for him to be with the next, next generation is crazy. <laughs> like Spinner. Crazy. I have questions. Anyway, we next find Paige asking Jesse to put an ad in the core for an exchange of services. Apparently, Squatch Designs is not doing as well as they were starting out because she doesn't have cash to offer for this exchange. So instead, she offers him some sort of promo and t-shirts. And he's like, yes, I'm all in for it. Um, Another sidebar. <laughs> Such a great episode full of sidebars. <laughs> I watched this episode in segments and I have no idea what the past version of myself thought was important to include in the recap because 
I missed a whole lot of information. (laughs) (laughs) So I came back in here and I realized that like Paige and Alex were at the mall to catch up and Alex is encouraging Paige to play the field and Mm -hmm. be a pimp. And Paige is like, absolutely. Starting with more, then she gives the sexy eyes at Spinner, who is currently approaching them. And I was like, wow, that was a really long sentence. But anyway, so I guess Paige said she was looking for cute, fun, and worldly. And then so when Alex sees Spinner, Alex is like, cute, fun, worldly? (laughs) At this point, Spinner definitely looks like he bays. Yes, at least. And he's probably pretty fun. Um he's not worldly so two out of three isn't bad and i think that's what Paige says (laughs) and i think she also she's like you're looking at him with lesbian eyes like Uh (laughs) uh-huh which i thought was funny and then that's when i said is this a plot c like what is going on that jesse and ellie's breakup is embedded into the storyline because exactly what you said what why are there so many like it ends up making a little bit of sense but we like we thought they were broken up months ago (laughs) we didn't need them to break up this episode Right. So I'm like, I know how we got here, but I don't understand why they're here. And so Jesse and Ellie are arguing about articles for the court and Ellie is clearly not feeling Jesse and she hasn't been since Crack Rock blew through Toronto. Mm. And I still don't know how we're here, but we are. And so the conversation ended between them and they're like, look, we got to end it now before it's ugly. But then I'm confused because I thought Spinner was Paige's date, but apparently they're there for Squatch Designs work because they go out. And Paige walks away from a work objective. So her and Spinner were at the mall. Mm-hmm. Where I th- remember I said that Spinner's approaching and Paige gives him the sexy eye, right? Apparently that wasn't a date. That was like, we're going to go do some Squatch Designs work. But then after the not date, Paige gives Spinner a kiss, which is why I was so confused. Right. And he was too. You know what? He definitely was. Not looking a gift portion in the mouth here. I, this better even try. I genuinely watched that scene back like twice because I was like, what saying is he trying to say? Because I can't okay. figure it out. Okay, so the funny part is that I don't even know what the saying is. I just remember that she said it to Issa on her show <laughs> when oh. Issa was staying with Daniel. Oh and she, my God. But she didn't say it correctly. <laughs> yes okay kelly does say something like that what the hell are they trying to say and i have no idea what the saying is but i know it's not a gift porsche i'm pretty sure it's a gift horse it's a yes okay okay that's all i know there's something about a gift horse and i don't know why we're licking it looking it i don't know why (laughs) we're doing anything to a gift horse i don't i think gift horse i think it's got something to do with is it a trojan horse did they used to give it to people when i was Mm. trying to Hang on. Don't look a gift horse in the mouth. <laughs> okay, hang on. Let's look up the origin. Yes, it does have to do with Trojan horses. Okay, the phrase don't look a gift horse in the mouth originates in St. Jerome's commentary 400 AD on Paul Paul's letter to the Now y'all know I can't read. Ephesians? <clears throat> Okay, that didn't explain anything. Why do I say it? Right. You shouldn't criticize a gift even if you don't like it very much. A gift horse, in other words, is a gift. Well, thank you for that. The term gift horse is pretty easy to remember. Okay, that no. 
Okay, but that doesn't make any sense because why would he be looking a gift horse in the mouth? Because he, of course, wanted her to kiss him. Right. So he's saying, it's not like I'm saying I didn't like it. Okay, so that's what he was trying to say. Yeah. So I'm not saying that I don't like it, but like, where is this coming from? Means that you shouldn't criticize a gift even if you don't like it very much. But that's not the case for Spinner. I just want to know the origin or where this phrase came from. And apparently it's 400 AD. It's the fact that he just threw words together because I would have never gotten that phrase from a gift Porsche. I'm calling it a gift Porsche from now on. Then from this day forth, and everyone will think that I'm stupid and can't read. And guess what? I can't read, so it's fine. (laughs) But I'm not very stupid. Anyway. Also, I then asked if Spinner has hearing loss because what what if that is the secret behind him never knowing any phrase? Right. And it's just him like uh, playing telephone with the phrases. (laughs) (laughs) What do you think people are saying? So Spinner and Paige decide to be friends with benefits or Paige decides for them and he agrees because he will take whatever he can get. Paige tells Alex all about it while they clean the Squatch Design store. And I thought they were supposed to be closed. I'm so confused. Right. I thought they were like going out of business. There was like signs on the window a couple episodes ago. Like, is this a clearance sale or what? Right. Jesse walks in and he tells Paige that their ad is on page three. And Alex clocks the flirtation and calls him out for being Ellie's boyfriend, which he announces, "Mm, we broke up. And he invites Paige to check out a band with him that evening. While listening to the band together, Paige invites, invites Jesse to dance and gasses him up by telling him that he's a natural dancer. Do you guys know that Ellie hated dancing? Did you guys care? I didn't. Mm. Mixy. Paige tells Alex all about her hookup with Jesse, because their night didn't end with sexy dancing, and how she plans to see both Spinner and Jesse that evening, separately. Alex invites Paige over to hang out after she finishes playing the field or whatever. And Alex clearly feels some type of way with about Paige hooking up with everyone but her. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to be honest. I'm racist because here we see Paige and Spinner hooking up and I thought it was Emma and Sean at first. <laughs> that would have made sense because that's what they were supposed to be doing. Right. I was like, why did they have all the blondes getting it in in this episode? I I was thrown for a loop. I was like, oh, yes, here it is. No, this has nothing to do with anything. Then I was like, where does Spinner live? Right. Better question. He tells Paige that being with her feels right. And he's clearly getting sentimental about Paige leaving to go hook up with Jesse. He doesn't want to stop with Paige. So he'll just try to suppress his feelings. Paige has such a nice time with Jesse that she bails on Alex without calling, and Alex is not pleased about it. Paige is completely oblivious to Alex after her, pining after her, and seems baffled by Alex's response. Hmm, I have no idea why she's acting like this. But Loki, I would also be pissed that she flaked, but that's about it. Like, you yeah. could have called or texted. I think that my only thing with alex is just like girl you already heard that she had two other dates and you try to make yourself the third one and thought you're about to be prioritized like two days getting your hopes up hopes up right i don't know why you even tried to put that on her she's clearly busy very busy after you told her again to be a quote-unquote pimp and now we're mad about it like that's what was throwing me off because it's like Alex is hurting herself by just like pushing her to do this rather than just being straight up, which is always mm-hmm. too easy to do, like in high school, obviously. But or 
even my favorite, you could have just been quiet. You didn't right. have to encourage anything. You yes. could have just been quiet. You could have had no input and then you wouldn't feel the way or think that you deserved a third date. <laughs> but I do feel like she encouraged her to play the field because she, in my mind, the goal was if you play the field, then you won't settle down with somebody else. Mm. Meanwhile, so Alex has a girlfriend, though. Yeah, Carla who? <laughs> Carla who? But that's anyway, true. Paige, Alex storms away, and Marco really isn't feeling Paige either, apparently. And I'm just like, do I need to watch the deleted scenes? Because why is every like, I understand why Alex is upset, but why is mm-hmm. Marco mad? Right. He just misses man, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> Spinner is pouting because he wants to be exclusive with Paige, who wants to be open to anyone and anything. But Spinner's like, I want it all or nothing at all. And then I definitely listened to All or Nothing by O-Town afterwards. Um, (laughs) And it was stuck in my head for a little bit. But anyway. Ultimatums make me itchy. Spinner proves why he continues to fail English class because he tells Paige that if it it isn't an ultimatum, but then he proceeds to describe an ultimatum. If you don't break it off with Jesse, we're through so an ultimatum don't make me choose you won't like my choice well i love seeing more of boss babe's page and this boss i called her boss babe but like boss <laughs> bitch either one page in this episode because spinner has a tough time hearing this so when jesse pops up trying to speak with page spinner gets particularly testy with him they go back and forth and meanwhile page is in the background having a whole anxiety attack and nobody notices girl and has she still seen anyone? Probably not. No, of course not. She... I was going to say she don't have no insurance, but wow. What a world to have universal health care. I know, right? <laughs> Actually. <laughs> Although, you know, they were trying to convince me that it wasn't good on TikTok. You know, I feel like they're, you know, they try to, I don't know, maybe a Canadian can step in. They claim that, oh, you can never get appointments. That's crazy because I can never get appointments in this country either yeah like you're bound to wait like a uh, six months to get a new like primary care physician or something somebody asked me they were like because you know i was sick for so long and they said well can you see your primary care doctor because i went to urgent care and um tell me why the nurse practitioner for my appointment at urgent care um was on an ipad on a stand so they actually it was a virtual appointment and they used like technology to look in my ears and stuff i was like i couldn't even see an actual human in person for my appointment like waited just five minutes anyway so they were like yeah well you could see your primary care physician i said if i wanted to see my pcp i would have had to make this appointment two months ago yes it's so concerning like what are they there for it's it's very like i don't know what y'all are doing to these doctors but stop yeah that's crazy well, yeah, then I, I guess I can't imagine being in Canada where everybody gets to have a doctor. So what is their weight then? Let us know. Yeah, someone if let you're us from know. from Canada, please tell us what it's like over there, up there. Anyway, I talk shit about Alex, but she really handled the situation very well. She told both Jesse and Spinner off. Yeah. But I am going to side with Paige again on this matter because... Alex then has the audacity to return. No, I side with Alex. Do I side with Alex? Yes, I side with Alex. <laughs> because Paige returns and she's talking Alex's ear off about guys after the two ding baths sent her into an anxiety attack. Like, bitch, if you don't sit down and take some sertraline, 
Alex says that both Spinner and Jesse suck. Jesse looks like, still looks a good 40, but I'm annoyed with Alex because she storms off too. So, Alex, you're only mad because you like Paige. You're not mad because Paige is actually acting like an idiot, which both are valid. Right. But, like, you're not mad at Paige because she's being dumb. You're mad. You're just mad because she likes you. She, You like her and she's with other guys. Right. And she's you're just a friend to her, pretty much. Yeah. Paige allows, follows Alex, which results in a kiss in the location of their second kiss. So not really monumental. Plus, everyone lives at the dot. So it makes sense that they're always there. But anyway, Alex tells Paige that she loves her. And that's why she's acting like this. But Paige, as usual, cannot deal. So Alex, Paige goes back inside and leaves Alex in the alley. Was that the end of the episode? That's literally the end of the episode. <laughs> Because I I was reading this like, oh my god, did I like stop recapping? No, Paige is literally like, I can't do this right now. I have to go back. And then there's just Alex and it's over. Okay. Well. Girl. I got nothing. I don't even have a moral because I was just like, I don't know what anyone's doing here. There's seven things going on. I think our moral is... Do less. Do one thing at once. <laughs> yes. Do yeah, not do I think that would apply to both Emma and Paige. Yes, and do I'm, less. <laughs> I'm not against Paige playing the field or anyone playing the field, but Paige was not in a point in time in her life where she could handle that. Yeah, That's why no. she freaked out so much when they got stressed. Because, like, a, an authentic boss bitch would have just said, I'm not talking to either one of you anymore and I'm going to go up my roster with somebody else. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not doing this with y'all. Yeah. She would have cut she would have cut Spinner off when he started catching feelings and then if they started fighting like nah, I'll never talk to either one of y'all again. But because Paige needs to do less, she said <laughs> that triggered her anxiety and that is was an issue. So do less. Yeah, it is do less and it's it's literally like pages like using all that as a distraction so i love how we just breezed over the fact that homegirl came back and like clearly needs some help but here we are mm-hmm. and she's just dating around to make it better so mm-hmm. anything else no nope. that's all from me this week all right next on degrassi marco's having a hard time dealing with dylan's departure and he becomes addicted to online gambling Meanwhile, Peter and Darcy have to make a decision about whether they should go public. Gross. Not you two. That wraps this week's episode of Below the Dot Podcast. If you enjoyed your listen, please tell a friend to tell a friend. To hold you over between episodes, you can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok under some derivative of the username Below the Dot. Feel free to reach out with any questions, comments, or concerns or any information about the healthcare system in Canada <laughs> on either of our social media accounts or email us at whatever it takes 385 at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening and we'll be back on your airways this time next week. Whatever it takes.